Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, this is Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about the subject, When Man Says No, God Says Yes. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Well, have you had a bad health report lately? Have you fallen into a bad financial situation or maybe a difficult relationship? Maybe you've been unfairly treated or someone else got the promotion that you deserved. Whatever you're going through, today's lesson will inspire and encourage you to keep on moving forward. You know, we're going to be talking about the death of Lazarus and Jesus raising him from the dead. So if you don't mind, turn with me to John chapter 11, and we will get into this word after a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for our listening audience. I thank you for each person listening to this podcast, that you would be with them, Father that you would open our eyes, that we can't trust anything but you. In fact, sometimes we put our faith in so many other things, like the government to take care of us, or people to take care of us, or our job, or our career. Many things that we feel like we have security in, Father, and yet we know deep down that none of these things outside of you will work. So, Father, just bring it to our heart today. Open our minds for this time period. Open our hearts to be open for what you're trying to teach us today. Father, let anything from my lips or my heart be encouraging to this audience and be edifying to you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, let's get right into it. John chapter 11, verse 1. Now, a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus was now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sister sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory, so that God's Son may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was for two more days. And then he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Judea. And now I want to move down to verse 11. After he had said this, he went on to tell them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going to wake him up. His disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Jesus had been speaking of his death, but his disciples thought he meant the natural sleep. So he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I'm glad I was not there so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Then Thomas, also known as Didymus, said to the rest of the disciples, Let us go, that we may die with him. Now, I just want to say in this moment that this is the same doubting Thomas that doubted that Jesus was raised from the dead. And by his comments here, he was still doubting before Jesus had been crucified and before he was risen from the dead. In the group, he really was a doubter. Then Thomas said to the rest of the disciples, let us go that we may die with him. Well, He didn't think that Jesus was going to raise him for the dead or there was any hope or he just didn't have a lot of faith. I just wanted to make a note of that. 
Now, on his arrival in verse 17, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though he die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God who has come into the world. After she had said this, she went back and called her sister, Mary, aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews, who had been with Mary in the house, comforting her, noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. And verse 35 said, Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. He said, Take the stone away. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor, for he has been there for four days. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe... You will see the glory of God. So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Amen. What a great story this is. And my first point to you today is, number one, when man says no to life after death, God says yes. Remember John 3:16. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And of course, we're looking in this scripture in John 11, where Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And then he said in verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though he die. And whoever lives in believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? And, of course, Martha said, yes. 
And that's what we need to be doing, believing in the one whom God sent. John 6, 29, it's the job of the Christian to believe in the one in whom God sent. So believe today. Remember, just because you get a bad health report or you get a a bad financial report or you are passed up with a promotion or maybe you're unfairly treated, remember this, to take that problem to God and believe God over man and don't put your trust in the government. Don't put your trust in people. Don't put your trust in your own abilities. No, do your best. Work your hardest. Have a good attitude, but believe that Jesus Christ is the great I am. Remember what he said in there, I am the resurrection and the life. Remember this, no one has ever raised anyone from the dead except for the Lord Jesus Christ. He is God incarnate, and you can trust him because of this unbelievable miracle that he did. And so number two point is when man says no to the word of God, God's Bible promises are all yes and amen. And I hope you have a great Bible. And maybe you have a Bible that you've been given, or maybe you need to go out and buy yourself one. This ministry would be glad to help you. You can reach me on Facebook at Bobby Williams Encouraging Moments. You can message me and we'll send you a Bible if you don't have one. But we love you in the Lord and we want you to know that we want to help you to get the Word of God placed in your heart. It's important to read it every day. There are 3,000 promises of God, and listen to 2 Corinthians 1, 20 through 22. This is what God says about his word. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. So God's just saying there that all my Bible promises are yes and amen, and God cannot lie, and he does not change. And I want to just read you some of these Bible promises. And I want you to think about this when I'm reading. These are Bible promises for the Christian. If you're a Christian, you can believe that Christ is the Son of God. You can believe that He is part of the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And you can believe that the Bible is the infallible, inspirational, true Word of God. There is no God above the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no God above the Father God. There is no God above the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is God incarnate. He came down off the throne to come to earth to save us from our sins and to give us eternal life. And you can believe it because he was crucified. And on the third day, he rose again from the dead. But getting back to the Bible is the truth of God. Listen to these promises. If you're a child of the Most High God, this is what God is saying in His Word to you, and I challenge you to study these. These are just a few. Number one, He will never leave you nor forsake you, Deuteronomy 31.6. God will strengthen you and uphold you, Isaiah 41.10. He will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease, Psalm 91.3, the Lord will go before you and be your rear guard, Isaiah 52.12. He will fight on your behalf, Exodus 14.14. His love will never fail you, Isaiah 54.10. Wisdom, 
When you ask, he'll give you his wisdom, James 1.5. His plans are to prosper you, Jeremiah 29.11. God will meet all of your needs according to his riches in Philippians chapter 4.19 in Christ Jesus. And those are just a very few of his Bible promises. So believe in God's Bible promises. Place them in your heart by reading his Bible every day. Number three, when a man says no to your prayers being answered, God says yes. And I just want to tell you that prayer with the Lord Jesus Christ will change your situation. Bring your problem before the Lord. Set your problem before his feet. And the great creator, the God of the universe, will hear your prayer, and he will answer your prayer. John 16.23 says, In that day you will not question me about anything. Truly, truly, I say to you, if you ask the Father for anything in my name, he will give it to you. Jesus is the intercessor between God and man in Hebrews 7.25. So when you pray to the Father and you say, Father God, I'm bringing this before your feet, you always ask it in the power of Jesus' name. And in that power, that blood that covers your sins, God is using Jesus as the intercessor for your prayer. He is our high priest, and he will take that before God with you. And God hears your prayer, and he will answer it because you are found not guilty as a child of God because you've been forgiven of your sins. And that allows you to go before God with Jesus' help. Amen. Of course, there's Matthew 18, 18 through 20, what's called the agreement prayer. And before we get off the telecast today, I am going to pray for you because Matthew 18, 18 through 20, it just says this. Listen to this very important. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, in whose name? Jesus' name, there am I with them. And that's what Jesus says. So when we pray at the end of this podcast today, we will pray in Jesus' name and we will agree that whatever you're going through right now, that God will see you through to victory in Jesus' name. And number four, when men say they hate you and they say that they don't love you or you have a situation where people are just hating you and not loving you, sometimes it can be because you're a Christian, sometimes because you just are in a bad relationship or you have a company that's a tough company you're working for or many things that can happen. You can be slandered, all kinds of things that can happen. But remember this, God loves you and he has compassion for you. Remember in John 11, Jesus said to him in verse 34, he said to Martha and Mary, where have you laid him? Come and see, Lord, they replied. And Jesus wept. You know, Jesus wept because he loved Lazarus and Mary and Martha, and he loves you too. You are his son. You are his daughter. You were created in the image of God, and I don't care what's going on in your life right now. Remember this. God loves you, and there's always hope when you know that God loves you you, and he can forgive you. He can start you anew. He can restore your life. He'll give you that love so you can feel loved and get you through to the other side of whatever's happening in your life. 
Believe Jesus to see the glory of God at work in your life. I'm telling you, this is the most important thing of this lesson. Then Jesus said in John 11:40, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? And that's how God works. When you trust Him, when you believe in Him, and you believe in Him all your life, when you just continue to believe no matter what you see. Remember this, the Bible says, We live by faith and not by sight. Now, you can look at your problem, but if you do and you just stare at that problem and you look at the winds and the waves, you're going to be so fearful and you're going to be frozen in your situation. But if you'll turn your head and you'll look up to God or you'll turn your eyes to Jesus, your whole life will change and your life will be to the better. There's a better way to live. I want to talk to somebody out there. You may have been running your own life. You may have no peace in your life right now because you have been running your own life. You've tried, and it hasn't worked out. There is a better way to live. And I say this all the time, but John 10.10 said that Jesus came to give us life and give it more abundantly to us. Now, what does that mean? It means that He wants to give you eternal life by accepting Him as Savior and Lord. And once you accept Him as Savior and Lord, your sins are forgiven and you're ushered into the kingdom of God, and you will live eternally with your heavenly Father. Right away, you are in the kingdom of God. So as you live here on earth, you're in the kingdom, and when you die, you go to heaven, and you're with the Lord. But there's a long time between now and when you're probably going to die. So if you accept Christ, Christ says there's a better way to live. Remember, he said, I have come to give them life and give it more abundantly. When you follow the precepts of the Bible, the commandments of the Bible, when you totally surrender your life to Him, God makes a way where there seems to be no way all the time. His glory is shown through your life time and time again. He will show up and show out and take care of those situations. You can trust God with your life because He created you, and He is the God of the universe. He knows what you need. He knows how to fill your needs. He knows how to make your cup overflow. He has all those Bible promises in the Bible for you, designed specifically for you, and those are true. So there's a better life. Take your hands off the wheel like that Carrie Underwood song and let Jesus steer your life down the road. Don't look back, look forward into the windshield and trust God. And then the next thing I want to say to you is that Jesus intercedes for us. John 11, 41 and 42. You remember when he looked up and he prayed just before he raised Lazarus from the dead, he was praying to God. And here's what he said. So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, who's he talking to there? Father God. He's saying, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. He's saying, Father, together we're going to tackle this problem. And that's what Jesus does. When you open your heart to become a Christian, he comes to abode and to live inside of you, and so does Father God and the Holy Spirit. And that's how it works. They come to live inside of your heart and to help you through. And Jesus intercedes for us with God. And Father God is at work with the Son for answers for you. That's how it works. When man says it's impossible, God is the God of miracles. And 
This is such an outstanding miracle. This man was dead for four days. Jesus had been only two miles away when he was ministering to others, and the disciples and everyone wondered why didn't he come, because that was a setup for this miracle. Really, this man, Lazarus, had to die so that the glory of God would be shown since Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He actually raised this man from the dead so that the disciples, Mary, Martha, the people around there would realize this is the Son of God. What problem do you have today? God can create a miracle in your life. Nothing is too hard. Nothing's impossible for God. Just believe, trust him, read your Bible, go before him, pray unto him, and he will help you. And then the last thing I want you to know about this lesson is that Jesus sets us free from the bondage of this world. And I want to talk to somebody out there. Listen, you're so worried about the things of the world that that's why you're in turmoil. You have to focus your life and your whole focus in your life, if you'll do the things of God, God will take care of the things that you need. And I love the word that God says in Isaiah 26.3, He whose mind is steadfast on the Lord will be in perfect peace. And that's why you may not be peaceful right now, because you're not looking to the Prince of Peace for your peace. You're looking unto the world to, to make the world your source for everything. The world is not your source. That is the creation. God created all those things. God is the source. He is the creator. Go to the creator who made everything, and he will help you with all of his creation and give you that abundant life that you've been really wanting and the peace you want in your heart, guilt-free living, and all the other great benefits it is to be a Christian. Well, I want to pray for you today, Matthew 18, 18, 19, and 20, like we talked, the agreement prayer. And I just want to say to you, when man says no, God says yes. Let's agree to that. Dear Heavenly Father, this is such a great lesson today that you've given us, Father, to know that when the bad report comes in, or we get a downfall in our pay or career, or we have to step back from a relationship because it's not going well. God, you're the God that uh, has no bounds, that you're the God that can create a miracle for each individual that's listening today right now. Father, I agree with you, and I agree with them, and I declare, Father, that you would bless them from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet, that you would bless them from their coming in and their going out, that you would bless them with their health, Father, protect their health, protect their finances, help them in their relationships, help them to turn back to you, help us all to turn unto you and to look at you as our source and not the world, Lord. You are the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Lamb of God, and I declare this blessing over our listeners today. Lord, let them be blessed this week and let them see your glory in their life and let them hear that yes when the world says no. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I'm so glad I got to talk to you today. And I want to tell you we love you so much. We have our YouTube channel, which we are starting to really work and put our videos on there, our podcasts on there from Apple and from iHeartRadio. 
And we're going to try to make this a great resource for you. So if you want to go to YouTube and just put Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams in there and just subscribe to it, because if you'll subscribe, you'll help us to encourage others, to inspire others across the world. You're doing God's work when you're subscribing to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams on YouTube. And I hope this resource will help you every day to be inspired and encouraged and to deepen your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's been wonderful to be with you today. I love you in the Lord. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.